to heat up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hi everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. My name is Derek, and the Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I would like to pull in the other members of the platoon. The first one I'm going to bring in is Kate. Kate, how are you doing this evening? I'm so good. I'm ready to talk about all things Cruella de Vil. As am I. Next, we are going to have Peter. Hey, Peter, Derek. what's going on? Hey, Kate, how are you? I am, I am excited to talk about this movie. I have mixed feelings, I'm going to say. And I'm I'm looking forward to talking about it with my fellow platooners because I've I've watched it on uh, two days. No, I guess I just watched it. Yeah, two days ago. And I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Next, we have Rebecca. Rebecca, what's up this evening? Hi, guys. Happy Platoons Day. So excited to be here. <laughs> I actually have probably differing opinions about this movie so i'm excited to talk about them and we have the fifth member of our platoon is sam Hello. sam great to see you this evening yes great to see you all and super excited to be here for platoons days also Yay. rebecca <laughs> and really excited to chat about cruella i will tell you i watched it again this weekend because i've watched it maybe a dozen times now yeah so wow <laughs> yeah i mean not always all at once right like sometimes we'll turn it on right before bed or something like that so we'll watch certain pieces of it but yeah i've watched this movie a lot wow so <laughs> if you would please like subscribe share on all the social media platforms youtube that way guys we'll make announcements on what's coming up and we've got some fun stuff coming up part of which is going to be talked about by my girl kate kate what's the news this week <laughs> Oh, everybody, get excited. It's time for the Disney Plus News. I'm gonna, we got to come up with a sound bite there, and it's going to be great. Okay, um, so here's there's so many things going on at Disney Plus News. Disney is currently working with Google Chrome for ASL captions on their movie library. If you don't know what ASL stands for, it stands for, and please correct me if I'm wrong on this, it's American Sign Language. Is that correct, team? Yep. Is that correct? Okay. Um, so we're talking about sign language, which is amazing. Talk about inclusion. It's awesome. So far, this is limited to Moana, Zootopia, and The Incredibles, but it is going to expand. So we love to see that. Disney is all about progress, and this is a huge step for progress. So um, next, Marvel is working on an unnamed Halloween special starring a Latino actor for 2022 Disney Plus release. It is thought to be based on Werewolf by Night from the comics. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. Um, there's also a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special in the works. Y'all, what I would give for a Groot Christmas. Listen, you want to talk to my little baby Groot heart? <laughs> We're doing a Groot Christmas. Uh, we don't know that for sure, but that's what I would like. Okay. Uh, next up, the Rocketeer movie is getting a reboot on Disney+. Plus. The title character will be a retired Tuskegee Airman. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, Black Widow will be released on standard Disney Plus on October 6th. Um, sh oh, shoot. Chi. Shang-Chi. Yep. Yes, I said that right. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will be coming to Disney Plus mid-October. And rumors have it arriving for standard content users, so no extra fee. It has a 45-day theater exclusive. Uh, which would release it on Disney Plus the week of October 18th. 
uh, probably the 22nd if they keep releasing movies on <clears throat> on Fridays. And last but certainly not least, uh, Jungle Cruise will be standard Disney Plus November 12th. There was also an announcement that there will be a sequel developed, so it looks like it's headed for a full Pirates of the Caribbean treatment. I am here for it. Back to you, Derek. I'm dreaming of a Groot <laughs> Christmas. I am Groot. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. for that. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering how many of the old tr- tapes of all the old Christmas carols they'll pull out. <laughs> oh, be man. It'll be like rocking around the Christmas tree and stuff like that. Be- the group mystery. <laughs> Listen, we could go well, all yeah. night on this. But we have other stuff we can go all night on. Although, <laughs> Kate, you are getting a shout out from brian about the end of the detail do that she loves the dedication to the theming love the outfit so thank you this week we are having we did watch cruella cruella came out on friday to general disney plus and we watched it so i'm gonna ask you pete what was spot on in other words what worked for the show well this is a tough one because i have some problems with this movie but I'm going to stick with what I liked and I did enjoy, I did enjoy the story. I did enjoy the acting. I did enjoy the, the music I thought was fantastic. I, I did enjoy the movie um, quite a bit, but there's something I need to talk about, but I'm going to wait and talk about it until after. But I think, I think my favorite part of it, I thought the, the music particularly really worked in the movie um, kind of setting it in that 70s uh, vibe. And they did a lot of, um, you know, 60s and 70s classics. I mean, I know a lot of people are doing that now since Guardians of the Galaxy started it, but I think it really worked for this movie. Um, and I, I did I did enjoy the movie quite a bit. I'll say that. So what about you, Rebecca? Um, I also really did enjoy this movie. Um, I thought Emma Stone was spectacular as Cruella. I think that she really hit the head of the nail. I don't know that saying. Um, I think she <laughs> she nailed it, let's just say. Um, it was super interesting. I felt hooked kind of right from the beginning with her childhood and being born with that black and white hair. I thought that that was really funny and a nice touch. Um, kind of makes you believe in the fact that, you know, this was always who she really was. The wig was Estella and she wasn't actually this nice, happy person. Um, I really loved the characters of Horace and forgive me, Jasper. Yes. I thought I'm, I'm guys, the, where he's sitting there eating his, his frosties and all of a sudden they're just all over the floor. And he was like, my breakfast. I I literally can't do anything until I've eaten breakfast. Like I refuse to think about it. They were just hilarious characters. Um, and I I really thought that it was a story that I I didn't know where it was going to go. So I was intrigued with the whole thing. Um, but yeah, Sam, what are you thinking? You guys, I think I've said this before, but I like adore this movie love adore cannot say enough good things about this movie i mean emma stone is wonderful but there are two other characters in this movie that i kind of think steal the show a little bit from emma stone who that's really hard to do in this movie but one of those is emma thompson as the baroness she is delightfully wicked she's such a wonderful villain in this movie and i don't think of her as a villain because she's played so many nice and heroic characters in so many other movies uh like in you know she's a well she's an interesting quirky character in harry potter but um the other character that totally steals the show for me is wink wink is like the best character ever he's the little (laughs) dog and he's he's just amazing he's just the cutest um the cutest thing and uh, you can tell that these animals were treated well in this production, and it's it's just really, um, really, really such an amazing uh, movie. But the and the one thing I will piggyback uh, with Pete on is the music in this movie is out of control, amazing. I mean, you've got 
Rolling Stones tunes in multiple places. You've got these boots are made for walking. You've got, I mean, it's just, it, it makes the movie even more fun than it already is with all of this amazing background music. Derek, what do you think? Um, as a standalone movie, I think it has potential to work. Um, I, I totally agree. I think at times the uh, soundtrack's all that saved it for some of the stuff at some periods, um, especially the beginning, um, which luckily that's when they threw in a bunch of really good songs. It, I got the feeling as I watched it that if I watched it a few more times, I might like it a little bit better. I have a, we'll get to, I have problems with it as an origin story, but as a movie itself, I, I think it works. I, the acting was great. I liked the story for what it was. It held my, especially the second two thirds really held my attention well, but we'll see how the other side of it comes out. So Kate, what worked for you? Uh, I loved it. I, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it. Okay. Well, maybe loved is a, maybe loved is a big term. Um, having watched that movie growing up as a kid and seeing how they brought in Horace and Jasper, I loved that. How, like how she got connected with Horace and Jasper in the first place. Um, Gina actually made a really good comment on the side that said she enjoyed the acting, the score, the period, but it isn't a villainous story. Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be saying what yes. I like. Shoot, we'll come back to that. Um, but I, and the music, holy mackerel. Like, and I, I knew, because I believe Sam had said, and I saw some people posting on social media how good the music complements the movie. Um, I love the costuming. Uh, when she has that coat and turns it and it crits, becomes red. Um, that was a very Hunger Games type thing to do um loved 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 the costuming uh yeah i i enjoy it it was different than i expected and i will i'll dig into a little bit on that when we go to the next question dan along with this says horace was hilarious and the music was great um ryan comments uh typically compare these origin stories to maleficent and this one was spot on very good ryan uh maybe better than maleficent for him <laughs> i'm gonna say boo on oh, that totally joke. agree now, maleficent boo. ryan does say that sam ridiculed her for him for buying the x access which premium. yeah apparently I, did, I wanted to wait i like to wait i don't mm. like to pay 30 dollars for premium access so was it worth so to, in your mind was it worth the 30 bucks yes so that's the okay. crazy thing about this is like i actually after i watched it after the first time i watched it i was like okay i'm not i'm i'm i was wrong you're it's okay, okay. that you paid 30 dollars for it because i loved it so much and we've watched it like so so many times now since it's been since it's been on premium <laughs> It's just too bad you don't actually own it because <laughs> that's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's so, okay. Now, so I'm gonna keep paying all, for Disney Plus. Yeah, so we have these things that were that were spot on, but Rebecca, what missed the mark? What didn't work? So, kind of with what everyone else has been saying, um, this really wasn't the villain story that I was really going for. They kind of hinted at the fact that she was a, this monstrous woman who uses the coat, who, sorry, who uses the coats of um, the dogs as to, as fabric, right? They hinted at that many, many times. And that is probably the one thing that you know about Cruella is that she kills these Dalmatians for their hides to make, um, or even if it's not true, you know, the rumored thing about her is that she, she kills all these Dalmatians to make for their hides, to make coats and stuff like that. And I kind of wanted her to do that in the movie just because that's exactly who you think Cruella is. I wanted her to be someone that becomes this vicious character that is solely out for revenge and wanting to rule the fashion world. And so um, that was really the only major problem that I think I had with the movie was that it just wasn't 
angry enough for me. It wasn't revengeful. I thought, I know this is kind of a good thing again, but the fire scene was really impactful um, for me. I thought that that, that scenery was great, but why can't she do that to like the mansion or, you know, kind of play the, play the actual revenge joke back on, on her and, and do so now she just owns the dogs, you know, it's a little different. It was not the type of origin leading into this monstrous villain that I was expecting, but it was still, still okay. Sam, what were, if anything, what were some of the things that you didn't like? So I wouldn't say that it's something I didn't like, but I agree that it misses the mark on being an origin story if you're saying that this needs to lead into the old 101 Dalmatians movie, right? If they're going to reimagine a 101 Dalmatians movie, then this could be the prequel to that. But this isn't a prequel to the original 101 Dalmatians movie because there are too many things that don't match up, right? There is the, the fact that she doesn't actually use the dogs to make uh, the dog's hide to make her coat. There's the fact that, I mean, if this evil Cruella would have pushed her mother over the balcony instead of getting pushed over the balcony herself, right? So there's things that just don't kind of match up. Another detail that doesn't match up, although it's very cute nod to the original, is when she has her Dito and Pongo delivered to um, to Roger and to Anita Darling. But the problem is, is that Anita is Anita Darling, but Roger is not Roger Darling. And in the original, they're Roger and Anita Darling. So unless they're very progressive and they're going to get married and he's going to take her name, which is totally a possibility, um, it doesn't fit up exactly right. Um, And it is a little weird that Cruella is the one that gifted them Perdita and Pongo. But anyway, it, it, it just it doesn't fit perfectly. I don't mind that in the sense that I like this as a reimagining of Cruella and I and I'm kind of hoping if they're going to you know they're doing a sequel I'm kind of hoping hoping they'll reimagine 101 Dalmatians but it doesn't fit exactly as an origin story and so that's how it misses the mark for me again it's not a dislike I'm I'm more answering the question in the literal sense Derek you hit on one of first thing you hit on one of my big hates of the movie i hated that end credit scene mm-hmm. if that if that had not been in there it probably increase it definitely increases my score for the movie let's not mention the fact that pongo and perdita are from the same litter and then are therefore supposed to have puppies later that doesn't work yeah unless they explain it some yeah. other way that they're not yeah. that one dog yeah. one of them is not that one and dog's litter roger's already working on the song Mm-hmm. whereas in the original he had just barely started it when pongo was full grown mm-hmm. so and it, it just it that end credit scene does not work huge mm-hmm. continuity issues i like i like the tape, cute, but but Derek's but right not, it doesn't match not if you want it to be a prequel to 101 dalmatians right i thought the 40 first 40 minutes were a remake of when the devil wears prada i uh, because that's all the conflict there was. The CGI at times was very terrible. Um, the dogs attacking was horrible. And then her landing oh in the water, but stopping at the waist <laughs> and automatically getting in the boat. It would have been better if she'd hit the boat. But it was just one of those. She lands. Wait a minute. She doesn't even like. There's no splash around her that, or anything. So that, it's just that, did, it that looked like an unfinished shot. That was so. I actually cliff. rewound it to rewatch it because I was like, "What happened there?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was that bad. And as as been, it's not Cruella. It's not Cruella Deville that we have come to know. She should have killed the dogs. She should have killed the dogs and made the coat. You could tell looking at it wasn't, but she should have killed the dogs and made the coat. Because now, what's her drive for getting the Dalmatians? Unless in Cruella 2, which, yes, there is going to be a Cruella 2, even dog ear or something, I don't know. But (laughs) what is going to turn her into the Dalmatian hating will do everything woman that she Nothing. becomes. She's, gonna, she's clearly going to save the Dalmatians because she's not a bad person. Uh-huh. And they're going to go full on it. And I'm going to hate it as much as I hated that. So it does not work with the original movie. 
Um, and that really, it was built as a sequel origin story for Cruella and it didn't work. Kate, what didn't work for you? Uh, I actually have a very, very similar answer that I, while <laughs> um, I was grateful that she didn't kill the dogs because I, I would have been very sad, but I was expecting it to happen because that is what happened in the original. Um, yeah, my my only beef um, was that it didn't make me hate her. It didn't make me want to root against her. And in the original movie, you hate her. Like you, you are cheering for those puppies. You are cheering for Roger, like skinny little bony Roger who well, like you are rooting for them and against her. And like when she drives her car and she like, there's that one scene in the old movie where her hair is like, and she's like, and she's driving and she's crazy. Um, I, I felt so much sympathy and empathy for her and what she had been through and how she was trying to avenge her mom and like be the, be the girl that her mom wanted her to be. And, um, great movie great movie and i do like the origin story but i have to agree that it didn't it didn't make me hate her and like when she like killed estelle estella and like buried her like i don't know i i i have i feel like i have so much more good things to say about the movie i loved the nod to anita loved the nod to roger I really liked, but I wasn't reading as much into it. I really liked that they brought Pongo and Perdita into it. Um, Cause I was like, Oh, that's like, that's cute. That's cute. But I, now that you all are saying this, it's, I get it. But Pete, what do you think? So I'm, I'm going to say more of the same, but I'm going to sum it up that this is a very good movie. It's not, this isn't Cruella DeVille. I'm sorry. Cruella DeVille is an evil, evil character that wants to kill puppies so she can make a couple coats. She, I mean, uh, Brian mentions that in the original, she's very one-dimensional. And yes, she is. She is evil. This Cruella is not evil at all. She's barely mean a few times. And otherwise, you know, I mean, yeah, she steals stuff, but she's stealing stuff because she's poor and homeless. And, you know, she doesn't hurt anybody really at any point in the movie, particularly. Um, she gets, you know, attacked frequently for you know but but she doesn't really like she even has reason to kill this person and she doesn't even do that so she's not she's not evil at all this is not an Gosh, evil she's character an and so just like marvel's introducing all these anti-heroes she's not she's an, an, an anti-hero, anti-hero is someone an anti-hero is someone that you hate this character is very <laughs> likable she's likable that's i mean you don't make cruella likable i'm so I, that's why i'm torn because i enjoyed the heck out of the movie but as a Cruella origin stories, I think it sucks. I'm sorry. I mean, I mean, most they, they squeeze all these other characters in like, you know, like Anita and Roger. Roger is a lawyer at, 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 in, in any of the other versions of. Right. I mean, just just so they could have Roger there. And as you said, they made they gave Anita the darling the last name. But that doesn't work make any sense either. But married. I mean, Anita was fine because she has she has no personality in the first in the original movie. So she was fine, but I just, I, I, I was so torn because of that. Cause I'm like, this is not Cruella DeVille. This is someone else. That's cause like, how do you, how do you go to someone that's making coats out of animals that is, you know, evil. Cause she's not really evil. I mean, she, she got revenge on someone that did her wrong and did her really dirty and killed her mom. <laughs> you know i mean like i would have done worse you know so i don't know i just um i don't know i don't i don't know how to feel and and that's why i want to talk to you guys but uh, i don't know what else to say i enjoyed the movie a lot don't think too much about the connection to the original movie or it drives you crazy so that's all i gotta say <laughs> so no, you made, you made really it. good points. You made really, all of you have made really good points. Rebecca, was there something you wanted to add? Yeah, so I was going to kind of piggyback off of what Pete was saying, that 
when she was stealing things, she was Estella. She was never doing things like that as Cruella. And then once she actually became Cruella and Estella had gone, she never did anything mean except being rude to Horace and Jasper. But even then, she apologized for that behavior and was like, I won't do it again. I'm so sorry. I need you. Like Cruella, when I picture Cruella DeVille, and forgive me again, I haven't watched 101 Dalmatians enough to remember it. I have seen it. But I don't, I haven't watched it enough to remember exact origins and things like that. Um, but if I'm going to watch the the origin story of the one villain and the one thing that I know about that movie, I want it to kind of, I want it to bring it in all together. I never wanted, like, like we've all said, I never wanted to like her. I never wanted to feel bad for her or like understand why she is the way she is you know I never felt that way back when I was watching 101 Dalmatians so that was the only thing for me is like why she all of a sudden felt the need to just be likable like why did they have to to do that my so there were two things that caught me a tiny bit off guard and Maybe, Grant, I only watched it through one time. So, Sam, I'm looking at you that you may be able to answer this. When they showed Horace and Jasper, which one Which one is which? Jasper's the, the tall. heavy guy. Jasper's the tall guy. Jasper, okay. So, ja- yeah. <laughs> how do I say this politically correctly? Um, when the kids, when they, when they were kids, was Jasper's skin much darker then because when he when they showed him as kids i was like oh dang jasper's black that's dope like oh i love the because i love when they like change things up i loved that but then when he was an adult i think he's i think he's multiracial um so yeah okay it threw me off a little bit only one that noticed Um, yeah i i i thought that they did a pretty good job of of casting But I, I think I think that they made him a multiracial character. Okay. Um, I that's, hope I'm that's using the right totally term. Right. If I'm using the wrong term, somebody sure. correct me. But um, yeah, but that's how I took it. But I agree. I okay. like that they, I mean, I like that Anita was a black woman, right? Like I like that they yeah. are, you know, Disney's doing that with changing from what, you know, because all the cartoons, except for like Mulan, were all white people, right? Or Pocahontas, right? right? So um it's nice to see them reimagine some of these characters in you know with different racial backgrounds or different different ethnic backgrounds and i think that's what that's one of the things they were were doing there the only other thing that i wanted to add was so you love to hate cruella i also didn't entirely want to sympathize with horace and jasper i wanted to dislike them too and even when the part when he was like I don't think I like Cruella. Like I miss Estella. And like, you really are like, oh man, I've been there. Like I've been friends with someone. And then that person turned out to be somebody different or mean or something. Uh, and so that, that, that resonated with me. And then I was like, wait a minute. I don't want this to resonate with me. I want to not like you. So yeah. anyway, that's all I got. It's, it's what's so tough. Cause Sam's completely right. I mean, she's sitting there and listening to all of us, but you're completely right, Sam. This is a really, really yeah. good movie. Yeah. It really is, but it's just like you, you have to I I want it, I want it to not be a, I, attached to I Cruella totally DeVille. Hear you, I, and then I I think I think better. that that is a your criticism and Derek's criticism on those points are totally valid, but I like to think of this as a reimagining. Right. I like to think of this as a new story. And and Brian says it well in his comment. We got something new and original, not just a stodgy live action remake. That's way better, in my opinion. So this is this is the way I think of this movie. Right. I have to think I have to separate it from being a prequel um, or a setup for 101 Dalmatians and think of it as its own story, a reimagining of 101 Dalmatians, because otherwise I get stuck like you do and like Derek does and like Kate and Rebecca do on she's not the villain I want her to be because she's not the old Cruella and she and the setup has details that are off with nods right so that's how I look at it yeah Brian says original Cruella was so one-dimensional we just touched on this a little bit 
She's new Cruella's multidimensional and opens so many possibilities in the sequel. Disney's all about redemption stories for the villains. Like it or not, yes, they are. Yep. And Brian says the end credit scene is a nod to the original before the franchise departs on a new path. Again, then don't sell it as a prequel. Right. Then don't sell it as an origin story. Uh, in this, Rogers portrayed as a bumbling lawyer in this film, says Gina. Yeah, and he never was in any of the other movies. Ryan says that isn't the point of these villain origin stories to make them likable, though. Yeah, but that's not always a good thing. I mean. It's it's as I said, I so hard. It's so hard for me because, again, it's a quality film. I, I would recommend it to people, but it I I just want something different from, I, I, you know, Cruella is one of those characters that's like the worst of the villains. I mean, number some two. villains like a villain like Scar. It's like Scar, I would put her as number what? two behind Maleficent. But go ahead. I think Frollo is oh, pretty Frollo's bad, too, bad. but <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like, um, you know, she right. It's one of the worst Disney villains. And then to change it and be like, yeah, actually, she's pretty good. She's a really good designer and she's, you know, she's good to her. She ends up being good to her friends and she gets revenge and she gets to be rich. And I don't know, it's just I, I'm getting I, I'm. Yeah. Was there anyone it. else when they first saw Anita as a reporter thought she was straight off a of spaceship Earth with that outfit? Boxy Cleopatra. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean oh, just, yeah. just the uh, computer scene. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. I thought yeah, that it was a period piece, but that that was the outfit from Spaceship Earth, and it was just one of those. It looks. Yeah. That was. Yep. Rebecca, anything real quick? Oh, and I I do want a, a a positive shout out. To Mark Strong, who played uh, the Baroness's main assistant guy, the bald guy that, that that ends up helping out in the end, he always plays a bad guy. So, like the twist of him being the one to uh, help them out was just like I did not see it coming because he almost always plays yes. a bad guy. So, uh, I, I and I I always like him too. So that I, I don't know. It's I said, I enjoyed the movie a lot. <laughs> I did. I, really I did. have one last thing to say, and then we can segue into this. And it's to talk about the, the reimagining thing. Um, it's kind of the same reason why I don't like what if. And it's because I want stories to kind of go the way that they're supposed to go or expected to be. Um, I feel... Just the same, that same way. So just wanted to put that out there. Pixie Dust Ratings. We do this on all the movies. We do this on the series we watch. Kate, Pixie Dust Rating out of five. 3.7. <laughs> I'm going to give it four. I know it doesn't sound like I will, would, but again, I really liked the movie. I did. And I just, if you can get past what I couldn't get past, I think it's a fun movie to watch. I recommend, I recommend it to anybody. I am going, yeah, I'm uh, going Rebecca? to give it a three because it was still a great movie and I think everyone should watch it, but I mean, not should, I would recommend it, but I probably won't be watching it again. Yeah. Sam. I'm giving it a 4.5 because I don't, because I, I haven't given anything a five yet on this show whatsoever. Wow. I'm, I consider myself to be a kind of a tough grader, but to me, a 4.5 is something, yeah, well, Derek, of course, is too, but in a different way. But I, I will watch this movie over and over and over again, as I already have. And I will tell you, I gave some of a couple of the Marvel shows about the same rating, but I actually haven't rewatched those. So I'm, this is very high praise for me uh, to get a 4.5. I love this movie, despite its conflict with the original. Derek. I have, I'll be honest, I have a hard time grading this one because do I rate it as a movie or do I rate it as a prequel? I'm going to give it... Uh, <sighs> I would say, I I would say do it as a movie. I would say do it as a movie. Don't do it as, as a movie. I'm going to give it a 3.75 like Kate. I... It, <gasps> Well, but with the idea that it will probably go up, in my opinion, the more I watch it, is what I said. If I have to do it as, if I have to yeah, do it as a it prequel, will. well, yeah. But um, I would say between three point seven. So it's really, guys, it's a movie we all basically liked. 
So that doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that not happening very often, we're going to go on to what if. Nice quick change, Kate. Um, Thank you. So, Sam, is what if working or does it need to go back into the multiverse? What if needs to go back into the multiverse? Um, Episode... Episode two was better than episode one and episode three, in my opinion. I found episode two because it was so, you know, different having T'Challa be Star-Lord. And also it was really nice hearing Chadwick Boseman's voice and stuff. So there was some of that nostalgia coming back. But in general, I just think that this this series is not good. It does not fit in nicely with the rest of the Marvel stuff that they're doing. It's not of the same quality as the rest of the Marvel stuff that they're doing. The stories, I kind of agree with Rebecca on this. They're just, they just don't fit. Um, And I don't, I don't necessarily dislike a reimagining, right? I love Cruella and that's a reimagining, but these are just like not good reimaginings for the most part. So, so far I I have to give it a thumbs down to be perfectly honest. Derek, what about you? This will come as a shock to no one. It needs to go back into the multiverse. I mean, I will give a thanks to Pete for acknowledging that I needed to skip episode two because I watched the first five minutes and had no clue what was going on because I haven't (laughs) seen Guardians or Black Panther, but I really haven't seen Guardians. Episode three was okay. I mean, it's, it's a story that I get why that's a story I can actually get why they told it doesn't work in the multiverse. And then the ending felt really forced. So I, Although I guess that's kind of the idea behind the multiverse is anything can happen. So, I mean, this is just a scene. I will not be watching any more of these unless I have to for one of these episodes. Kate, any any change to this? Uh, no, <laughs> I agree with both of you. Um, and as all of you know, I've been watching my way through the Marvel Universe. I'm currently up to Daredevil season one. Um, and like, um, I thought about you, Derek, actually, while I was watching this, because I was thinking, especially episode two, if you don't know T'Challa, if you don't know Star-Lord, if you don't know Peter Quill and you don't know Yondu, like you, you are going to have no idea. And, um, and see, y'all are proving me wrong a little bit because when I was watching this, knowing for the um, for the episode, I was like, oh, man, I bet that Sam. Oh, excuse me. I bet Sam and Rebecca are going to love this because they are diehard Marvel fans like they know they're Marvel. They're into it. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe I just don't like this because I don't know Marvel as well. I am learning Marvel as I'm watching through in chronological order. Um, so I feel like. I was thinking that that's who it was geared toward were the diehards who were like, oh, my God, in this separate universe. But I think you guys are proving me. I mean, Rebecca has an answer. Well, she kind of did earlier, but it just um, it's not for me. It's not for me. I have a hard enough time. Listen, hashtag Kate's confused. I have a hard enough time keeping everything straight in the normal universe. Yeah. Then adding all of these like, Oh, JK, here comes um, Chadwick Boseman with a, with a star Lord mask on. Like that makes my brain go not right. Not right. Not right. So it's, be, but also because this is okay. And this is the last thing I'll say. Star Lord is, is a very funny character. He is, he is kind of, I can't use that word on here. Uh, he's he's kind of a punk. Like he's a punk, and he like if you go back and you look at Guardians, they say some really raunchy stuff. T'Challa doesn't is regal, and he is respectful, and he is he is kind, but he is authoritative. Like he, I I would want to have a bourbon with him, not a Miller Lite. You know, like it's it's. It, you're welcome, Derek. Um, and that that like that I couldn't get behind because it almost felt disrespectful to the Black Panther character to me. So I don't know if that I don't know. Pete, you go. I 
Okay. I probably like the show the most of the five of us. It sounds like I, I, we haven't actually heard from Rebecca, but based on her comments, I like it. Okay. It's very throwaway to me. I mean, you know, Marvel, when they first announced it way back two years ago, it was like, Oh, this is cool. But now they come out and go, well, this is part of the multiverse now. And it's all, blah, blah, blah. it's like, no, this is just throwaway you know, garbage. Well, what if, you know, what if someone started killing the Avengers? Well, we don't want that story. <laughs> we don't want that story, but for 20 minutes in a cartoon, it's fine. Um, so, you know, it's not that I would rate this show as um, anywhere near even the middle of Marvel stuff. I would definitely put it towards the bottom, but I'll probably keep watching it because I'm kind of enjoying the animation. The other issue I have with the show is I spend most of the show trying to figure out if the voices are the actual actors or not. And that is really distracting <laughs> in, in my view. Oh, it's, oh it's Michael Douglas. Is that Michael Douglas? Yep, I did that the same thing. They couldn't have gotten Michael Douglas for this. They did, you know, and, and like that takes you completely out of it too. Um, so I, I guess, as I said, qualified like, uh, but I'm not a big fan either. So Rebecca, what's your, what's your, uh, do you reach my level of mediocrity or are you still um, below that? <laughs> I think honestly, for me, the worst part of this show is just how they do the animation. I really cannot get behind the very like scratchy, not very fluid type of comic book style i didn't think in this last episode that it even looked remotely close to scarlett johansson i was like instantly was like everyone else nick fury spot on iron man spot all the men spot on (laughs) what happened to her like she has one of the most recognizable faces i think ever and you can't even do that right and so i was that was that's just really been the hardest part for me is like when I think of Marvel, I like I loved all of the live action Marvel series, love all of the movies, can't wait for when we do the Black Widow and that finally comes out for you guys to watch it. And, you know, we get to talk about that one. But this show and, and even the concepts of each of the episodes are very hit or miss. I like with mm-hmm. Gina here, she says that episode three was the worst one so far. For me, I thought episode three was the best one that I liked so far. So it's just a what type of story are you really looking for? Because I do not care about T'Challa like Kate and Sam have have both mentioned. I don't care about him being Star-Lord. Like he is a very poised character, very honorable, like you guys were all mentioning earlier, I don't want to see him with Yondu and Thanos and all of this stuff, but you put all of the Avenger, you know, all of a sudden they're all just dying. Like that, that to me was like hilarious. Hulk exploded. That's pretty funny. You know, he just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, you know, like I, I, that was, I like seeing Loki in there. Like it, it's just those things. Like that is, that is the with type that. of what if I was kind of looking for. It's not so far off from what could possibly happen in a multiverse. There is a branch where that happens somewhere, right? But, you know, I know we're eventually going to see an episode where Ant-Man doesn't have a body. Like, I don't care about that, you know? Like, I really... <laughs> and so it's it's very hit or miss. Um, I'm kind of with you, Pete, in that it's... Okay. Don't Kate. Don't you just just go with confused Kate and be is done. It, okay. Is yeah. Ant Man just Ant? No, he's literally a head and like facing. Just move on. Yeah, we're just moving on. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. But I thought Kate, like, happy thoughts. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't me. That was not me. <laughs> um, so it's it's just kind of whatever you're looking for. I. We'll probably only watch the ones going forward that kind of scream towards my interest more of it's barely off. So it may happen. I'd be kind of interested in seeing that. I like that this one was more towards Pete. You had said this earlier. You really only need to know what Avengers are, like what that movie is to kind of understand it, which is a very basic early MCU movie. So you could have already seen that one when it was released. And so, so it, it kind of works the best out of all the three. But then again, Gina, some people just don't like that. So it's yeah, or miss. I didn't but like I, that one. I wouldn't say it needs to go all the way back into the multiverse. Does it need to be rewritten? 
pop hundred percent. I think even Ryan says sounds great in concept with amazing actors and the different storylines, but they completely dropped it when they were executing it. So I 100% agree with Ryan on this. I feel like the concept was a cool idea and then it did it horribly. I actually didn't like episode three, not because of the concept. I just actually thought it was really badly executed uh, versus I didn't like the concept of episode two, but I thought that was a little bit better executed. Like I said, I also liked hearing uh, Chadwick's voice again, but yeah, I just, I think this, I'm not going to watch any more episodes unless I have to for this show. And I want to send this out a black hole instead of into the multiverse. <laughs> kind, of, kind of piggybacking off of what Kate said earlier too, about how it was kind of for the diehards, like me and Willie were over here so excited for, for it to come out. We were so eagerly waiting to say, oh my gosh, what if that happened? Like, what if, what if Loki never died? What if, you know, um, Jarvis like never, you know, had popped out or never, you know, changed like negative for some reason at that one point. So like, what if, what if those things happened, you know? And so we were so, so, so excited for this to come out and it just, it really, really dropped it compared to what Marvel is used to putting out. So. I wish we could do a, a Kate noise here, but I feel like I, I don't do a good one, but it would be like a wah, wah, wah or something. Wow, 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 Yeah, and Ed agrees, thought the episode script of episode two was cheesy. Yeah, I tried to watch episode, as I said, didn't make sense to me. So, but let's see. Then all over my social media, people were like, what if episode two? Oh my God. Is it just because it's Chadwick so Boseman? Good. Is it just yeah, yeah. that, I don't that know. this is the last we'll hear of his new stuff? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the main I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of reason I liked it. I think that. Black Panther 2 may have something. Oh, yeah. It does. But. It does. Um, I, I don't know if it was because of Thanos being like, you know, now he's a, now he's like a good guy or whatever. I, 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 I think that, uh, you know, so maybe people got a kick out of that. I, I said, I, to, to me, I, I said, I'm enjoying it, but not loving it. So it's, I'll probably keep watching. I'll take one for the team. I'll, I'll keep watching it. And if there's a particularly good episode, maybe I'll mention it to you, but. I love that idea. Pete, you can be our screener. <laughs> as long as I don't have to watch Turner and Hooch again. <laughs> Speaking of people not loving things, next week I've issued a challenge to the rest of the platoon. Find a Marvel movie I'll like. Okay? They're going to have and they've been talking about it in the background. They've got to find a Marvel movie for the anti-Marvel guy. So, it's going to be real interesting to see what they come up with. I'm and I'm going to give whatever I choose, we're going to watch as a platoon. And I will give my honest feedback. And guys, if I like it, I'll say so. If I don't like it, trust me, I'll say so. <laughs> so that's next week. Yeah. So we're each gonna we're we're each gonna present him mm -hmm. one movie. Each one of us is gonna pick a movie, present it to Derek, and at the end, he doesn't know what movies no they are uh -uh. at, the, at yeah. the start. And at the end of the show, he will have to pick one of those four movies. And the next episode, we will have all watched it and yeah, we the will only review caveat it. Is it won't be the first Avengers movie because we've already reviewed that. Yeah, and that's the only one I've seen all of. Well, that's the right. only one I have seen all of. So, right. yeah, but we've already reviewed that on the show. So mm -hmm. it's not going to be the first Avengers movie. So it's any of the Avengers movies. We're talking the MCU movies, not TV shows. We're going right. to pitch to Derek. Yep. And as and Ed says, like oh, the possibilities. Yes. And guys, if you have ideas, email us. I will forward those emails on to the platoon. Get in the conversation, guys. What Marvel movie will I like? And if guys, I'm going to come up with some kind of a prize. Whoever can actually find a Marvel movie that I will actually like. So let's let's see. I'm. I just want you to admit oh, it. That's guys, that's the prize to like me. It, I will admit it. I will say, guys, I didn't think I was going to like Cruella, and I give it a three seven five. So that's, I mean, copycat. Yeah. Okay. Fine. 
Sure. <laughs> yes, I copied Kate. There's worse people to copy. So, but I'm also yeah. putting this out there that I, to all the rest of my tuners, am going really hard on my pitch. So you got to bring okay. it. Okay. So that's next week. Again, please, if you have ideas, email us. Okay. Ed's, Ed's already throwing Ragnarok out there. Okay. So email us plus platoon at gmail.com. Okay. I will forward those emails on. I will send your ideas on, but get in on the conversation with the chat next week, guys. So guys, we are on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. We have, we are coming out on the podcast guys, Spotify, Amazon, Apple, Google. It's coming out there. So please like subscribe, get on there. Give us the reviews. Tell us what you think. And Come back next week to see if they can convince me to like something. So with that, guys, I will say good night and see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Good night. Happy Platoons Day. Bye. Thanks for watching this week's episode of the Plus Platoon. Be sure to subscribe to the Plus Platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week. Then head over to Apple Podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the Plus Platoon visible to even more Disney Plus fans. Also, go to YouTube and like and subscribe to the Plus Platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live. If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. Continued.